0: and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, greetings and welcome back, KB Creators, for another venture of manifesting. So glad to have you back with us today. And if you want to start receiving some text messages from me, just go to, what, uh, text KINETIC at 844-844-0049. stephencanyon.com is the website for all the upcoming events and other resources. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at stephencanyon. And if you've not already done this, make sure that you hit subscribe to make uh, certain you are notified each time we upload, download, go live in the new podcast episode. <laughs> and oh, Orlando tickets are now available for the podcast workshop brunch coming up on uh, the next one, June June 26th. You got it? Hello, Meg.
1: Hello, Steven. Are you
0: you ready? You ready with your... Have you rounded your sounds? Are you ready for... Round. Go round. Say round. Round. I. Open up your vowel sounds. (laughs) I. You're from North Carolina. Carolina. I. -I A-E-I-O-U.
1: I feel like being aware of my eyes makes it worse. I, I.
0: round out the I, I I ride the mountaintop, I ride. I ride. No, ride. (laughs) Hey everybody, (laughs) can you believe it's almost the weekend? What? Yes, it's Thursday.
1: Enough already.
0: It's it's here. Just,
1: you know, what do we, I don't even know.
0: Yeah, you do. (laughs) We're in Orlando. There is so much to do in this beautiful city. Have you noticed that?
1: Oh my goodness, so many rides and lights, flashing lights.
0: I am looking at the to-do's. And, I, I mean, look who's coming in concert. Def Leppard, the Beach Boys, Foreigner, Wynton Marsalis, the Manchester Orchestra, and let's see, Sammy Hagar. Oh, my gosh. Um, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Yeah, Lauren Lauren Daigle. Yeah. And Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, um, Pat what? Benatar.
1: Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. What is that? Uh,
0: it's some musical thing. It's a musical it like. turn It's Harry a concert into or a musical? something. Yeah, or oh, music of some sort. Pat Benatar. How about, how about that? Oh, here's something you'd be interested in a boy band review.
1: Why would I be interested in that? Oh, come on. This shows how little you actually.
0: <laughs> well, you don't, don't even know, know me, Steve. Uh, but they're just I so, thought we
1: were friends. We
0: are friends. <laughs> we'll come. We'll have to God. pick some of these out. Don't They're, you
1: dare tell it, people goes, I listen to boy Man. Uh,
0: I take that back. <laughs> okay, there's so Atlanta's much of this.
1: more set all the way. Right? Yes. Well,
0: this goes on and on and I on I had a lot of angst, on.
1: okay? I really did.
0: Hmm. So much to do. <laughs> I want to go airboating.
1: You know, airboating was so fun. I think we talked about that on the podcast ago. we
0: got to go. We're close to yeah. the place to very, do it. It's a
1: very surreal place. But Orlando's so fun. I like how you can sort of... Look in any direction and see somebody being churned and flipped upside down on some terrifying-looking ride. Crazy
0: stuff. At any time. I want to see all you guys come and have and come and come have brunch with Megan and, and myself. It's
1: going to be awesome.
0: And let's podcast together. And then I we're going to workshop together. And we're going to talk about the law of attraction. Yeah. We're going to talk about manifesting uh, through the power and authority of kinetic belief. All those, those amazing things. But you need to be there with us. The
1: energy in that room. It's
0: a beautiful room, by the way.
1: It is. It overlooks the lake, and I love it. Orlando. Orlando. You how, who knew? I see you here. here. Okay.
0: So there, there are a lot of people that when they see shiny things, we're talking about shiny things that are going to be in concert here in Orlando. But the visual, visual shiny thing, that when somebody sees it, they begin to desire something that doesn't actually line up with the holistic picture of where they were imagining to go to begin with. And so it's like, oh, shiny red thing. Forget that. I'm going after the shiny red thing. And so they change course chasing after that. Why is that? You ever thought about that? What, why are we attracted to the shiny?
1: I have thought about that. And I have a theory. Well, let's hear it. I mean, you you mean actual shiny things? The, the like, shiny thing. What like is it about the shiny
0: the diamonds, red I, apples? I actually whatever. read
1: a very convincing article, and they did this whole study, and they think it's because it it re- represents water, and so we're biologically predetermined to to seek water for survival.
0: It's like the oasis in the desert, and you're thirsty, and you see a you ripple and yeah, something the, shiny, the glimmering
1: water. Hmm and so at our core we're drawn to to shiny I things. I believe
0: there's something to that.
1: I do too. I believe it.
0: But now here's yeah. the deal. You know what regardless of the biological reason when we are attracted to the when we allow ourselves to be attracted to the shiny mm-hmm. we are not remaining loyal to our higher sense of being. Uh, what's actually happening is to be easily distracted by the shiny. It, it is a um, We're distracted from the perseverance of our chosen attraction. Yeah. Most people are living day to day according to their reasonings. In other words, they are in, internalizing a this debate of thoughts. Is it water or is it just heat rising from the sand?
1: <laughs> is this a mirage in my life? Is this
0: actually a mirage? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's is, good. Is that
0: the roadrunner or yeah. is it a chicken?
1: That's a great That's a great analogy, though, for distraction. Is that really a, something amazing? That is that really a shortcut I can take? Is that really an oasis or is this just a, a mirage of distraction? That's awesome.
0: Yeah, well, people that that live this way, which are actually most people that are uh, associated with and identifying with thoughts and forms, thought constructs of mental reasonings, Mm -hmm. uh, they will give you a reason why they, for example, they can't forgive somebody. Okay, they'll Mm -hmm. give you a reason why they gave somebody a piece of their mind, a, a reason that they were upset with their waiter last night. And they'll tell you the reason because they think, well, they think it's a good reason. They think it's a good reason that that's not heat rising from the desert and we should walk 20 miles in that direction to have a sip of water. have a
1: lot of support, supporting reasons. A lot of supporting yeah.
0: reasons. And this is a person that's not in the presence of the essence of their being, the essence of who they are, which is life. And when we go through our day, not being negative not judging people we're experiencing life through our higher sense of being and we're not thinking of ourselves as something that we're not in other words look we're, we're living in a time where humanity is awakening to our identity in each other to our identity with the essence of life we are awakening humanity is awakening to our, our uh, identity as one with the creator with God. And the consciousness, the, the consciousness of humanity is opening to this sense of one awareness. It's a beautiful thing to be living now. Yeah. And because until recently, we could only talk about, for example, having faith in or believing in the mental and the physical capacity of human beings. Mm-hmm. Now that's as far as it would go. Right
1: very restricted view.
0: Had to see it. Yeah. It has to be tangible or Mm -hmm. we just can't go there. And so, you know, just being allowed to talk about, for example, having faith in the works of ourselves, faith in our own strength, our own ability, our own might to be able to go out and and put our hands to the plow and turn the dirt and the soil and plant the seed and our, our ability. And you know, I've I've gotten up before crowds of people before Megan. I can talk about having faith in humanity. I can talk about um, you know having uh, faith in your ability to go to school, get the job, work hard, retire, and all of that, and your own abilities. But you know something—that's actually secular humanism, right? Um, I can talk all day long about believing in your the, the power of, of positive thinking, believe in your ability to be the smartest, the fastest, to compete and be the strongest, and to work harder and smarter and all of those things. And that's fine. But when we, when we talk about having faith in our demonstrative, creative, kinetic belief, uh, faith in our abilities that we, we created within us, that's it's it's already within us. it's the way we come into the natural. When I talk about having faith in the uh the likeness that we were created in the image of our Creator, wh- what we'll often find is people start going in the other direction. We find rebellion against that idea. Mm-hmm. We find resistance it seems against to be that idea. It's scary to, it's, to people it's sometimes. Scary because it's not a tangible. Yeah. Um but you know and why is this? I mean really because you'll find that the knowledge of reasonings is kinetic belief's worst enemy. And this has been the case, and I've been doing this really uh, just, you know, all out full time since 1998, 20, yeah. over 20 years now. And, and it's still cons- a
1: lifetime of it before con- that.
0: And, and it, personally a lifetime before that, but... Uh, this has been the biggest one common denominator in in the, the crowds and the people and the in the coaching that i have done and that is the knowledge of reasonings is the the biggest obstacle for most people the knowledge of reasonings kinetic belief's worst enemy because we were created by an immutable force that does not change, meaning that we are who we are with abilities that are supremely powerful. And at the end of the day, Meg, our job is simply just to believe it. Right. And then act accordingly. Act like you believe it.
1: Well, and and it's... We, we talked a lot yesterday on the podcast. You, you told us a lot about the senses and, and the, the danger of just living by those senses, allowing those to, to guide you and to choose your path by the senses. And, and we live in such a sensory world, right? I mean, that's the experience that we're even having here. And so all of a sudden, you're asking someone to, to pause and say, okay, now stop living by the senses and you're going to live a hundred percent by the unseen, by faith, by belief, and so it 's a massive shift from from what we 've all been been doing most of our lives and and I think that can always a lot of times be the disconnect you know it feels you feel very untethered when you 're not used to living that way now, when you get used to it it 's glorious it 's magical it 's this whole other universe that you find yourself in. But when you've been living by the, you know, the tangible, the I, I have to be able to touch it and see it and taste it and smell it and feel it. Um, that's it's just it's wild. <laughs> the difference well, it, there. yes,
0: and we have two natures that are always operating, and there is one that is transcended above the other at all times. Mm. And naturally, we we come into this world with the essence of being, the essence of life. You just are. We yeah. are, and then. Uh, Somewhere along the way in our childhood, we begin to identify with the things we see. Thought forms, me, mine, that's who I am. That's who I am. I want to be this when I grow up. I want to be a wrestler. I want to be uh, someone that sells cookies. (laughs) I am that. I am identifying with these things. and. Did you know that the the enemy to you attracting any good thing is when you want to reason with it because right. of what's not being communicated to your senses? Right. Because what most people will do once, once they wish for something better, for example, after just a little bit of time passes and they can't see it because of what they can't smell, like you're saying, because of what they can't touch, they now want to reason with it instead of simply believing it. Come up with reasons why they can't see it or taste it or smell it.
1: I have a question about that. So are all reasonings bad in general? Because I'm wondering too, Is it? are you also going down the wrong path when you are believing for something, but then you're also attaching reasonings to it for why it will work? I mean, you're sort of trying to talk yourself into it. Uh, is that still faith? Is that still belief, even though you're talking yourself into it with
0: reasonings? The substance of belief is never anchored in uh, reasonings. And reasonings, and it's a mistake to look at reasonings or thought forms as being either good or bad. Mm. Uh, They just are. But they are an, an obstruction to the substance of belief. Now, our success, we can look at it this way your success awaits you, it's already there. It's not something that we're trying to make or construct. It's under the tree. It, it is. It's, it's already there. there. Most people don't know this, so they spend their entire life scrambling, trying to make their success. Right. By the way, this universe was created. Um, it is here to serve you, and provision has already been made for you. It already is. It exists. It's already there. And you were created. You came You came here. All of us came here with instructions. <laughs> You didn't just pop out of a box and and someone's looking around, well, what do I do with this? There are instructions. You came with a plan for you and your life to be able to enjoy an abundantly successful one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about success, by the way, defined by the world's definition of success. The plan of success is for you to have your desires met for you to be healed, for you to be richly set apart from poverty and to be set free from everything that is less than your idea of success, your desire for success, which is part of, it's actually part of your salvation from a life of worry and doubt and fear. You, you can come to one of our events folks, and get hold of your prospering identity. Go back home and let somebody else know what you have found out about yourself. And I'm telling you that they are now going to want to reason with it. And they're going to say things to you like, yeah, but what we're, what we were doing together before you went down there, Sally, that just felt so good. And But you know what? We weren't really hurting anybody with what we were doing, Sally. Yeah, but you know what? We made a lot of money by working seven days a week, 16 hours a day. And we can go and do a lot of good with that if, if that's what we really want to do. So uh, with, with the, all that money we were making the way we were making it. Well, let me just say this. Gain or increase is not necessarily abundant living. There are a lot of people that think, well, they're successful because they have increase in their lives. Well, that's not true because the essence of your being, empowered through kinetic belief, trusting in the favor of unconditional love, that will attract gain to you. But gain is not necessarily prosperity. You you can't look at your life and say that you are successful because you have all of this material gain in your life. No, there are people who are dying from a drug addiction, and they can have material gain. So that doesn't determine abundant living. And we got to understand that it's... It's your reasonings with your journaled expectations, reasonings with your imagined desires, wanting to always reason with it. And I've actually heard some people say, well, it doesn't make any sense, Steve, (laughs) what you're talking about. That just doesn't make sense to me. Or when they hear something like, uh, be grateful for what you're imagining to manifest. And then they'll say, well, I can't do that. Why? Because it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) What are they trying to do? They're, they are saying, no, I can't just believe that. I've got to reason with it. I've got to look at my senses, and this is not making any sense. And that's exactly right. It doesn't make sense. The law of attraction doesn't make sense. Kinetic belief makes no sense whatsoever. What we're talking about uh, what is it's what makes you uh, immovable, In your kinetic belief. That's
1: such a great way to say that, too, because if it makes sense, I mean, obviously, that's attached to the senses. And so we don't want it to. We want to exist in that place of kinetic belief. You know, you've talked to us quite a bit recently about the ego, uh, enlightening that for us and explaining that. And and you've got me wondering today if, if... Reasonings are really just a way of the ego, sort of trying to protect itself and to survive, uh, and to exist with your kinetic belief, sort of taking over.
0: Yes, and like we've talked about, the the ego wants to live, and it wants to it wants to tell you why it should live, and it will reason with you. And as lo- as long as you're showing up for the debate, that debate will not come to an end. Mm. In other words, your ego will continue to live on because reasoning is an enemy to whatever it is that you are imagining to desire. Uh, Reasonings will never give your life's original genius of purpose, the essence of your being's desires, uh, first place in your life. It will be subservient to it. It will keep it tucked down there out of sight and out of the way. Reasonings admire the potential power that kinetic belief represents mm-hmm. oh yeah it will acknowledge what you're considering okay and, and that's that sounds reasonable to me meg what you're thinking about hearing about you're listening to Stephen and megan's podcast and okay that i admire what um <laughs> what you're listening to and it's those reasons that'll give you uh, to en- enough uh uh motivation to go to one of the kinetic belief podcast workshops. Mm-hmm. You'll reason that, okay, that, that's respectable. We can do that. But reasonings don't obey the essence of you. Wow. Some think that, for example, look, science has more authority than creative belief. And some think that religion has more authority than creative belief. But both of those thought disciplines are constructs of reasonings. They are along the pathway to what is, but they don't define it. The battle for every person is against reasonings. The battle for every kinetic believer, everyone wanting to live their best life, their best existence is always going to be against reasons, mm-hmm. which is governed by the senses. Yeah. Wow. The, the fight that we are all fighting is, I'm going to stand on what I believe I can do. I'm not going to be moved from what I believe I can have. Even though reasoning tries to come in and question what it is that we're standing on. Well, the kinetic believer says, you know what? That's what I want. That's what I'm going to have. That's what I'm going to do. That settles it. And I believe it's coming to me while I go get it.
1: You know, this is really reminding me of uh, recently we had t- spoken about learning to to fly, getting pilot's license. We even looked at setting up. I mean, we're ri- so ridiculously. Well, I don't know. I was going got... to push the
0: pedals and you were going to drive, <laughs> something like that.
1: Something like that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a pretty good laugh about. I was like, you know, if I was a pilot, I think I would. I would be in the plane and I would only be flying down a beach and I would just be hovering up at the water, you know, kind of ha- keeping a toe in the water <laughs> like <laughs> right? just in case. But this is actually making me think about that. Like if you really want to fly, you know, if you really want to soar and be and even do it the right proper way, you just have to go all in and, you know, throttle up to a certain altitude and stay there. And that's the best way to do it. That's the proper way to do it. But when you are sort of allowing yourself to mix, you know, kinetic belief and reasonings, you're, 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 you're hovering. You're not really flying. You're just saying, you know, let me just keep one foot on the ground. Right. But, but I still want to fly.
0: Great point. If you want to fly, don't go and tell mama. <laughs> right?
1: That too. That too.
0: No, a kinetic believer who's manifesting positive results in their lives, Meg, will not say, I believe it, but if I'm really healed, why does this hurt? Mm. The pain shows up and this person begins reasonings. Uh, a person who doesn't attract wealth... In their lives, for example, will reason. They'll say something like, Well, if the law of attraction really works, and if kinetic belief really works, then why am I having trouble making ends meet? The ends not meeting, manifested in alignment with your reasonings, it will be the enemy to your desire. Living by the senses gets you to, to reason, and you reason completely away from the manifesting power of your kinetic belief every single time.
1: Well, and I like that you just told us a moment ago that reasonings are all the same. There aren't good and bad ones. They, they will, no matter what they are, they're going to undermine your desire. They're going to undermine your belief, and I think that's an incredibly powerful Thing to, to pause and be aware of because, for example, let's say, um, you know, I, oh, I want to start a dance school. Well, you know, I live in New York, so that's probably the reason it's going to work. And that's a, you know, that feels like a positive reasoning, but it's not. It's going to undermine the power of your belief, the power of your creative authority.
0: Right, because by the time the sun goes down, you're going to be thinking, I live in New York. There must be 200 dance studios here.
1: Exactly. It would never work. That's, that's a profound point for us to grasp.
0: Reasonings, well, now you've got to go and ask somebody else. You've got to go and get permission, mm. which is, look, this is really very simple. Just do what you imagine to do because nothing stays the same. Most of, our knowledge has come, most of our knowledge has come through science, and it has been gained by experimentation and by observation. Human beings have worked, and they've studied, and they've theorized and sacrificed in order to gain knowledge. And as a result, we honor them. We do, for their achievements. Fine, we give them that. And what science gives us, however, is the knowledge of reasoning, which comes from the five senses. That's all it can do. The look, Look at it this way. The mind is a laboratory, and the observations that it makes with the forms of material things are divided and they're classified. Reasonings have no other means of knowledge. Knowledge of the senses, they can't go beyond the mathematical observations of things or beyond what it has seen and felt, heard, tasted, or smelled. And whenever it leaves, whenever knowledge starts... You know, going in a direction away from reasonings, what can be seen. and and there there's maybe there's a mathematically, mathematically, there appears to be a shiny thing out there, way out there in the universe. <laughs> so I think I'm going to try to go in that direction and leave reasonings behind. Well, then it goes into the realm of speculation, uh, of theory. Of trusting that the theories may become a reality based upon some kind of future reasoning, which leads to the next step, and it's that of experimentation. Science is the means of creating a descriptive language for the macro and the micro of what we can see and touch and feel and hear and potentially smell. But science says, <laughs> science says when it loses contact with the senses, it immediately moves into speculation and theory or hypothesis. In other words, science doesn't have anything to offer in the realm of quantum creative substance of belief, the observation of the God particle, of the Higgs boson. uh, it, It did reveal the creative power of belief, the very surface of it. It began to catch glimpses of this amazing construct of our human sense of awareness, but look, there are still no words in science for it. Not yet. Kinetic believers, however, we don't have to begin with what can be seen. We don't have to begin with the proof of science. We start with our creative authority without having anything come through our senses to tell us it's true. Darwin only had theories and he had speculation when it came to the question of creation. The authority and power of your creative belief has has no speculations. It has no theories. All it has is declarations of fact. But what people want to do and think about and then live the consequences of is based on the senses. Wow. I- they, it,
1: you were mentioning experimentation um would you would you sort of parlay that into when we're talking about belief um is that sort of associated with action as well when we're talking about the, the process of understanding you know belief and versus the senses and and because you've you've talked so much about how action is required to activate those those beliefs but But I can just really see how action would be that moment where it can get a little confusing. It can get a little muddied up because that is definitely where reasonings would would pop in.
0: Well, action is a very interesting uh, concept and and a human experience to what you believe or reason to be true or believe to be true. It's putting putting a... uh, the, the form or the, the material substance form of action mm-hmm. toward what you are wanting to accomplish or bring into the natural. Right. And so that certainly there's an action that goes along that's natural with science, and then there's an action that goes along, which is natural, with the substance of belief. Both of them materialize. Both of them draw. Both of them complete uh, a, a mindful task or a task of faith. So action is imperative, to the Connecticut believer to put an action whatever it is it could be drawing in the sand it could be going downtown it could be standing on a street (laughs) corner expecting to see something but it's the action to our belief that draws and manifests the the law of attraction into uh abundance and and just into manifestation
1: and so i guess that's also interesting so we do we? I guess we also should not attach reasonings to action either. So we don't want to attach reasonings to our belief, and we also don't want to attach reasonings to our action. Saying, "Well, well, this if I do this one thing, or if I do this other thing." So, and that's very a, a very real distinction that we're making. But it it could even look the same on the surface. That
0: is a great point because um, to attach an, an action to with reasonings would be to say that I have to do this for that to happen. Yeah. But the action of belief, or the substance of kinetic belief, is not so. Is not as specific. It's moving you from here to there, so that there can come to here.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's to put you in a place that allows for uh, the magic to happen.
1: So that's really beginning with a. A, a motivation check, a source check. Where is this coming from? You know, is this coming from your reasonings, or is it is it blooming from your excitement and, and your creative power?
0: Right, that's and so that, cool. That's correct. So the 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 task is is to recognize we don't want to attach reasonings with our beliefs, the things that we're journaling, the things that we're imagining to come to pass in our lives, mm-hmm. because what people want to do is they want to test the greater desire. Uh, even in their journaling when they first get started, they want to test it with reasonings, with the hypothesis they want to test it with the proof of theories and the guesses. Mm. And so what happens for the kinetic believer operating in the law of attraction is when reasoning shows up, you got to know when it when to just turn it off mm. and say no to the senses and yes to your belief. Somebody says well if if the universe really wants you to have that, or, well, we'll see if it's your fate, or we'll see if it's your destiny, or if it's meant to be or not, all of those things. No, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to hear what you've got to say about it, because, because here's what we do. We, we, we get into the position, Meg, and the mindset is set to the side, and we just stand there and say, because you know, I have what I believe that I say about it. And because it's what I say about it and what I believe about it that I have it. Because I've already made up my mind, for example. And because I have, I am the final authority for manifesting anything in my life. Mm -hmm. Nothing's impossible. When you recognize and accept the fact, the theoretical, the hypothetical, (laughs) the actual, the the natural fact that you have final authority for manifesting in your life i don't care what you feel i don't care who told you what or i, I don't care where you heard it from you you cannot understand creative authority with your senses it won't happen reasonings which is another word for philosophy are not constructed into streams of consciousness by the kinetic believer the person who's killing it who's powerfully successful is defying reasonings
1: i love what you just said about the universe that it basically you're telling us that you know don't make sure you're not thinking about the universe as some dark overlord making making crucial decisions about should you have something or shouldn't you have something that you know we need to make sure that we're understanding that that the universe is—it functions by laws, like the law of attraction, and we can activate those laws to our benefit or or to our demise. It's it's not you know a king upon a throne going thumbs up or thumbs down to to our desires, and, and it's and it's easy to slip into that mindset because you know sort of asking you shall receive, all those things can play into that idea, but. That was such a, a vital reminder of what, how the universe is actually working with us and for us.
0: And it, it doesn't matter who you are. Right. It doesn't matter how big or strong or smart you are. It doesn't matter what country you live in. It doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or neutral. It doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. What does matter... Is knowing mm. the power and the authority that you have. How many stories are there of a little shepherd boy with a slingshot and a giant? Mm. How many stories are there about the the most uh, 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 unlikely person yeah. climbing to the top, the
1: underdog story, being a, yeah. a, a
0: conqueror, the right. the leader of armies, the Napoleon, the whatever no it is. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because why is that? Because they're they're defying reasonings. The great reasoners of the world, the great philosophers of the world, they've they've gained their ascendancy over the human mind. In other words, the philosopher is the apologist for the failure of the senses, the knowledge uh, of humankind. And the philosopher is apologizing that the human being lives their life by their senses and can't explain anything. A person become, a person actually becomes a philosopher when they have the sense of utter failure, and they begin writing all of those excuses for that failure. Hmm. Philosophy has never attracted or manifested anything of value. While uh, certainly it's the poetry of philosophy, which is just deep thought, it is the swan song of human failure, and it is born of the senses.
1: This is really making me think about love. The, we talk a lot about love, the power of love when it's when it's real love, the type of love that that you know is is in the universe and has creative power because I remember when we first met and we were together and and you you asked why I loved you, and I was like, "I have no idea <laughs> I just love you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I ask you that?
1: Well, sure. Everybody asks that if yeah, they're with someone. I'm going to ask know, you I, that but, again, later but,
0: today. But sometimes we just need to hear it, right? Why do you love me?
1: But isn't that the perfect uh, <laughs> parallel to believe? And it's and it's it just shows I think what you're teaching us today that hey, the most powerful things in the universe are the is the uh, things that you cannot see. Those hold the most power, like love. Love makes no sense, and uh, there are things that I that I love about you that I could list. But the actual tangible idea of why do I love you, it's, it's ethereal, it's just there, it just works. It's just something that has overwhelmed me since the day that we met. And I just think belief is so akin to that, what you're describing today. Because it's like, you know, hey, don't attach reasonings to love. I don't need to tell you why. It's not why I love you. I just love you. I can't help myself.
0: Well, would it not be true that once you define it, it becomes less?
1: Absolutely. And Words less than And some things just it.
0: are The vocabulary is really not quite there.
1: Yeah. And we- so seeing belief, kind of overlaying belief with that idea is... is um, Well, that helped me to understand it.
0: The substance of knowing, the substance of belief, it it is an unction in the spirit that already dwells within all of us. There is is that knowing. Mm. Because, look, there are millions of people around the world right now who believe in the law of attraction because they've experienced it working in their lives. They can't tell you exactly... How or why, but you know, mm. most people would say they're not going to joke about having a wreck in the car right. before they go somewhere because yeah. there just is an unction, there's a knowing that, hey, I'm creating with the words that I speak. Yeah. They know that it's real, but they, they base their ability to manifest on whether or not they can understand it through their senses. Mm. Even though there's a knowing that's about as far as it will go with most people because they can't define it and hmm. express it and explain it with the senses.
1: So we need to we need to fight the urge I guess to to try and define this high level of of belief and giving ourselves over to ki- the process of kinetic belief.
0: Fight the urge, cast it down, get <laughs> rid of it, don't even consider it because wow. you are not going to be able to understand it through the senses. Hmm. There is nothing physical that can be seen in the substance of belief. Nothing that can be felt, nothing that can be heard outside of the power of your kinetic belief. The success of the law of attraction, it does not come from the senses. It, it, it does not come from knowledge. It doesn't come from the wisdom of human beings. And yet that's how most people will approach it. Failure is actually powered by suggestion. The most powerful force of sickness and disease and poverty and fear of any kind is suggestion. And that suggestion is going to be a sum total of all of the different experiences that you've had in your life leading up to this moment. Because your experiences, think about it, it adds authenticity to all of your reasonings. And what those streams of internalized mental constructs will do is that they mix every negative thing with a positive one so that it's going to look like your truth. Well, it has to be my truth because there are little bits and pieces of authenticity with what I am reasoning with. Reasonings will twist your your grandest desire up just a little bit just enough and put it in the right package and then cause you to reason with it Uh, reason with what you really wish would happen for you in other words reasonings are there to try and talk the power of your creative ability out of being true for you it's the yeah yeah buts to attracting your best life Hmm. well if 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 I were only if there's only a way that I could open my own business, if there is only a way that I could figure out how to do it. Now, there you go. You're getting started with the questionings. You know, a lot of people own successful businesses, but questionings are beginning to come up in your life. Oh, if I could just really get the money. Then if I could get it like you're saying, Stephen, why isn't it showing up from you know all, all you know all things are possible, but the questioning is coming and, and you begin to reason with this and you gotta doubt now who you really are. You you start doubting in your abilities. You're reasoning with all that. You're reasoning because of all the things that you've gone through lately. That is the biggest enemy that we have to fight against. It's those reasonings that are taking control of our emotions, and they begin to lead us away from the genius of our purpose in this life. Wow. They are disguising themselves as the peaceful truth. Ah, oh. <laughs> Don't go down there and talk to them about a lease on that property. Just enjoy your peace. After all, Andy Griffith is coming on in about 30 minutes. Get yourself a glass of iced tea. Relax. Peace. And so most most people go, they go no further in life uh, than having uh, faith in their natural ability to just work hard, get the job done, rather than using the power of belief to rearrange circumstances by attracting abundance into their lives. And when it comes to kinetic belief, it's it's well. How how can you trust something you can't see, Stephen? To go and quit your job and start your own company. What if? What if that? What if it fails? What if no one buys it? You're beginning to reason, and reasonings will affect your emotions. And once they affect your emotions, then they will, every single time, they will lead you away from the awesome journey of your best life. Wow. Let's do some highest viewpoints. Mm, yes. I'm stirred up, Meg.
1: Oh, I'm mind blown.
0: Good. Let's blow let's blow the minds, right? Just say this out loud. Say, I am light.
1: I am light. I am love. I am love. I
0: am health. I'm health. I am abundance. I'm
1: abundance. I am
0: the substance of belief.
1: I am the substance of belief. I am
0: joy. I am joy. I am creative power.
1: I am creative power. I
0: am peace. I am peace. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am.
1: I am. Therefore I am. Therefore I am. Wow, you are creative power. Like I said said mind-blowing podcast today just completely rearranged the mental landscape steve <laughs> absolutely i cannot wait for this uh, podcast brunch workshop in orlando seeing all the kbs is going to be awesome make sure you go to stephencanyon.com to read more learn more discover more about that
0: june 26 be there or be square
1: <laughs> there it is. Uh, send,
0: sending out much love to all you KB oh, creators yeah. all around the world.
1: Thanks uh, for all the extra dose of wisdom today, Steve.
0: Bye.